When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, I think that uh, you and I can relate to this because we have a bromance, obviously, after all these years. 20 years of friendship, Dave. You and I have known each other. Uh, That was Audrey, by the way. Dave and Mahoney. They don't know. Theater of the mind. You guys just kissed. (laughs) Did it again. That's how we like to start every show. Yes. Uh, (laughs) And I watch. (laughs) All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start today's show with some bad news? Yeah, some bad news, and I think you can appreciate this. Uh, The government got involved because somebody ordered too big of a lunch. (laughs) I mean, they say there's no such thing as a free lunch. Does this have anything to do with that? Uh, It does not, but you uh, famously have done the Bang Bang for many years Uh now, which is where you will uh, go out and have not one, but two lunches in the same sitting. Sometimes dinners, but usually lunches because uh, my wife's not home yet and she doesn't know what I'm up to. Uh, so this is actually from uh, from Sri Lanka. Police chiefs had to mobilize the task force commandos and squads because they thought that there was going to be an uprising of students. So, you know, in Sri Lanka, there's a lot of complicated stuff yeah. going on with protests and all of that. Uh, but they, they said that the kitchen received an order for 1,500 bagged lunches. Okay. And this was interpreted as a mass gathering, and they thought all these students are going to march on government buildings. That's why they need their packed lunch. Uh-huh. And so they... They, they freaked out, and they mobilized the commandos in order to try to shut this down. If you're so paranoid about children doing marches because you're worried about your political standing, maybe there's some there's a crack in the infrastructure there. Like, if you're that paranoid. Yeah, like, it seems a little a little nervous Nelly, doesn't you're it? Right, right? Yeah. Like, maybe just calm down a little bit or just be better at politics. Either way. The youths uh, are coming. Turns out it was 500 people that invited to the university for an arts department celebration, and okay. it was not a giant protest uh, against the government after all. And they ordered three meals a piece. It, yeah, it does seem strange. I mean, very, very hungry art people. Very hungry art people, right. which does make sense. It does check out, yeah. yeah. When you, whenever, whenever time you're in a museum, you're looking at art, you're like, man, I should, I would, I'd rather be eating right now. I'd rather be eating right yep. now. Yeah, I mean, cool picture and all, but you know what's better? Pizza. Ooh. And they don't let you take pizza into it because, like, your sticky, you greasy sticky fingers, fingers and you touch yep. a painting, which you're not allowed to do, but, you know, sometimes you poke. <laughs> you do? You t- <laughs> No, Audrey, man, no. <laughs> the painting toucher. Uh, some good news today as well, and Mahoney, I think that you'll appreciate this more than anyone also because you are the uh, the king of the suburbs. Uh-huh. The suburbs are booming again after many years of decline. So oh, suburbs, what? once again, uh, you know, mar- like dying malls and empty office parks and things like that are starting to thrive. So an increasing share of millennials, the largest generation, buying homes and settling down, and they're choosing to do so outside of the major cities. Yeah, because, because we can't afford anything. Well, not even that. It's just they're older. You know, I mean, I'm the oldest technical millennial you could be, even though yeah. I don't identify that way. I'm 41. I want quiet. I want structure. I want I want my trash picked up on a regular basis. Yeah, and, I think there's yeah. a lot to be said about the pandemic kind of shifting things as well, where you're able to work more remotely. I mean, I understand if you want to be in the hustle and bustle of the of the city because no, it's convenient. Never when you're when you're really excited about working. Yeah, when I when you get less excited about working. Yeah, when I was when I was uh, 18 and I had no idea about living real life, and I had seen the movie Big with Tom Hanks, and I'm like that that loft apartment would be really cool to live in a city with my own pinball machine and basketball hoop. I'll I'll never grow up. Now I'm just like. Yeah, I'm going to go to bed. You have to take three elevators to get to your apartment from your car, and you're like, that's not great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So suburbs are booming, and they say that uh, urban retail vacancies have surpassed suburban retail vacancies for the first time since 2013. Wow. Okay. So the king of the suburbs will rule on. Give me my throne. Let's get started. Dave Mahoney, thanks for joining us. Put a bidet on it. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. So you know what, Mahoney? I love to see these stories of guys that have just been down on their luck, you know, turning it around. I mean, I think that's one thing about Americana that we all like is the underdog story. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is this is definitely one of those stories. What happened, Dave? Um, you know, up-and-comer. He's, a, he's an entrepreneur and businessman, which can certainly be difficult to uh, to pull off. Is that what's in his uh, Instagram status? Entrepreneur? Entrepreneur, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so this fella, uh, his name is Jeff, Jeff Bezos. 
Oh. Um, him and his girlfriend, Lauren Sanchez. Uh-huh. Uh, they've had a budding relationship for some time. Uh, they finally, I think, have, have, have made it to the top. Uh, and the reason why is because they, they have, after all of their hard work, uh, have been able to crescent the, their brand new boat. And it's, uh, it's a very modest $500 million super yacht. Man, I saw the pictures of them on that boat. I ain't even mad at them. Like, if you had that kind of money, you'd be doing that, too. You know what? Yeah. I I use Amazon all the time, whether you you like it or not. Bezos living his best life, man. That dude gave up, what was it, like $100 billion to get with Lauren Sanchez? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Have you noticed, though, that he looks like he's made out of plastic? I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, if I had all these things. He's taking all the the whatever good. TRT and Brotox and Trend. It looks like his body is now, like, made just out of rubber. It looks like. One of those rubber suits, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those Bob punching bags that you put on. Like that's I would what do the same thing like. if I was a billionaire. You know, he doesn't look like he glowed down. What do you mean? Like so he doesn't look like you're saying he looks like he's made of wax. Sometimes I feel like when people, because Lauren is also a very good looking woman. Yeah. So is Mackenzie as well. But they, he just shifted into a different direction, and I don't think he looks bad. It's just Yeah, no, different. like his, his previous Jeff was like Jeff Bezos from like Michigan. Nerdy Jeff. Not even like yes. Detroit, but like Lansing, Lansing. or something. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. now it's like Bezos, Miami edition. Yes, that's exactly yes. what it is. Like, this puts on the sunglasses. This is what yes. every dude who's getting divorced hope is going to yeah. happen, and it doesn't for Never. them. Exactly. The, yeah. the only way this happens is if you're the richest man in the world. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Like, I'm not mad at Bezos. I mean, don't get me wrong. A $500 million yacht is preposterous. Sure. But whatever. But he's like, Jeff Bezos. He's Jeff Bezos. Like, he's got the money in order to do I, it. And I have I have personal, like, legit probably have paid for at least a, a rotor on that boat. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> the Audrey Amazon. rotor right there, yeah. <laughs> the no, Audrey like, wing. And I mean, who knows what's going on behind the scenes, but like Bezos at least has not been like a criminal to uh, obtain all of this wealth, right? Like he actually developed something. It was a bookstore. He he developed something that made our lives more convenient, which is uh, I'm absolutely here for. So, which also, what a cute little nerdy thing to do. He was just like, I just want to spread knowledge. I just want to sell books. I don't know. I don't don't think it was spread knowledge. Find a way to super yacht. Yeah, (laughs) I don't want to spread knowledge. I want to spread Lauren Sanch. Okay. I uh, want to create a monopoly yeah. <laughs> under the guise of a tech company. <laughs> but uh, Jeff Bezos, you know, that's the that's the story of hard work right there. You you also can get divorced, have a wax body, and a $500 million yacht if you work hard enough. Oh, American he, dream. Didn't he, like, have come for money? <laughs> yeah, probably. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Remember back in the day before credit or debit cards and you could just write a check knowing damn well that you didn't have the money in your account? (laughs) But it would take them like a week to cash it. Those were the days. Message We used to buy when Papa John's was like a brand new franchise in like the mid-90s in uh, St. Louis. My friend stole his drunken dad's checkbook and we write bad checks to Papa John's oh, what? all the time with his What with, are the statute of limitations on check fraud? I mean, that, I wasn't writing them. It oh, was yeah. his son Larry. 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 That sounds like a fake name for a No, for a he, story. Drove, he, he drove a, 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 fro, a Ford Probe, man. A Ford Probe. Nice. Yeah. GT? It was a GT. Yeah, those things slapped. But he was like Seven years older than us, so yeah, he's hanging out with kids seven years younger than him, writing bad checks oh, to Papa John's. That's hey, such a yeah. Larry thing, loser Larry. Hey man, but we we <laughs> discovered that that garlic sauce changed Dude. the pizza world. Oh my gosh, it I, really did revolutionize it. I could it. drink it, like I could actually drink it. Like, it goes Audrey, on will every. You, will you be drop. honest? Yeah. Have you drank it? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like because it kind of is like a, a little shot glass, you know? It's, it's like, perfect. Yeah. Get a little straw. It's kind of like a you only find a shot glass like that for a jello shot, but it could be repurposed, you know. Sometimes you can like hollow out the, your crust and then use it as a straw. Could you oh, imagine? God, you ratchet people, what are you talking about? Man, we we just do fat pony. things, man. Don't don't judge us. Do y'all remember when your parents used to do layaway? Yeah. yeah I yeah. feel like that is peak poor cuz my mom used to do that. We but my mom first of all would take me to play with the toys that we couldn't buy. What? Yeah. Uh, we were man. real poor Like whenever I was like, because my mom had me at 21. Sure, yeah. So, I mean, you do what you got to do whenever, you know, your kid wants something and you can't afford it. So, you remember those like little red trucks or red cars that yeah. had the yellow top? Mm-hmm. She would just take me to You're big lots the ones that you, like, or Kmart. And, yeah. like, push you around and be like, yes. all right, you got your fix. Time to go. Exactly. Because, uh. I mean, tru- truthfully, kind of brilliant because- 
kids Honestly, are so quick about the, what their interests are. Well, anyway. Even as you know, Dave, you buy your kids toys and then they're done with them probably. It's the most important thing in the world that they have that toy right then, right there, and then 11 seconds later they're over it. That's a smart move. I'm going to start it's, doing that. It was, I mean, it was genius, but we, I always remember have, like, playing with them and then going to do layaway. Toy rental places? Yeah, like if you just like, you can rent a toy out for like a, a period of time. They should. Mm. If you return it like not broken. I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe. Like a, like, like a car, like maybe like a car rental place, but like for, like for a, toys? Like a timeshare for toys? Yeah. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. What are the time, time to leave a party? For me, it's when people start throwing knives at the wall. Like, yep, I'm going to head out after that one. Message deleted. What kind of party are you hanging out at where the people just regularly start throwing knives at the wall? Because I, I would say probably a solid hour before people start throwing knives at the wall no, would be the more appropriate time No, there's some grimy people who just knife throw. The time to leave really? yeah. a party, in my opinion, is if you've got, let's just say, 15 people there. I say if. Too many people. Four to six people have left already. I'm making my exit shortly thereafter. Can I ask you a question? I think I know the answer, um, but it's you know it's been a while since we've like regularly gone to parties together. Yeah. Um, do you say? Do you like make the rounds and say goodbye, or do you just no, Irish I'm, exit? I'm done. I'll like the host, yeah, and like like the most important people to me. But yeah. like everybody uh, else, is that why you don't say bye to me? No. Nah. Yeah. But the reason why you leave <laughs> when I would say about 33 percent of the party has exited the room. Is because if you stay any longer, then you run the risk of having to clean up with the host. Ew, gross. Oh, yeah, and I'm, I'm not that. trying to pull that garbage or throw that garbage away. The last house party I went to, and I knew it was going to be the last house party I went to, there was that stripper pole in the middle of the uh, the living room. Ah, yeah. And a girl who was not a stripper was on the stripper pole, and she fell Bust from top ass. to bottom. Yeah. I've got that on my TikTok, actually, <laughs> at Audrey on Air. If you'd like to laugh, I think it's one of my pinned videos. She literally, I mean, she looked like she was doing an okay job. Like maybe she's taken a class or two before. Uh-huh. But we all in the room were like, oh, Dirt. my God. Dude, that's how you end up with, like, a halo. Yeah. For real. You yeah. fall was, on your neck. She hit her mouth because she was facing ah. outward. Like she had her knees wrapped around the pole and she was facing like looking out into the crowd like waving like she was Princess Diana or something Whop. and then fell down onto someone's knee with her tooth. Ah, I watched that video no less than a hundred times. <laughs> it's it's peak. Yeah, it's good. Please leave a message after the tone. I just wanted to say I'm feeling really overwhelmed lately. I know it's a common thing, but it just seems to be hitting me hard lately. Do you have any advice for coping with stress? Message deleted. <laughs> Dude, I think we are the worst people. Just have a drink. I'm so anxious. Like we, all we do is lean into our vices. Yeah. Like Dave drinks, yeah. I'll smoke, I'll eat. Audrey just stares into the abyss and just thinks yeah, about all my anxieties. Yeah, so yeah, we got to figure it out. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Serious question. What kind of super dweeb do you have to be to be stealing self-driving car secrets? Like that's never going to get you laid. And it's also going to get you in a huge amount of trouble if you try to sell those secrets. Well, I mean, it depends on who you're selling them to. If you sell them to the Chinese and you're pulling some espionage, I mean, granted, yeah, that's you're uh, I mean. not, it's, it's not great, but you know, you can make a buck or two. So uh, yeah, unless the justice department has charged the former Apple employee with stealing the car secrets and trying to sell them to a Chinese company. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what was going on. How are you so anti-American and so pro? I mean, like, I mean, that just is so funny to me. And that hearing myself say that makes me sound like I'm like, what are you communist? Like, what in the world? I mean, kind, kind of, of. Right? But kind of. That, truly, like for you to be able to sell your soul is how I feel. I mean, it's not government secrets. No, it's so car, like it's I mean, a car, it's corporate espionage. It's but at the which same time, I'm still it's like, like, I'm. It's like, come on, man. Like China has already stolen literally. I mean, everything. what if they treated him like crap at Apple? I mean, I mean, hey. Hey, That's something hey, that Mahoney hey, would do. Hey. He's full of spite. You, you are such hey, a spiteful totally person. Do. You're out here going to Employers who have treated me like crap. I'm selling your secrets. So you're going to sell the secrets the of this radio station to the Chinese? <laughs> Chinese, Japanese, Vietnamese, Canada, Sweden. Any Biggest, whoever's got the most money, that's where my, my, my lips are going. But also, <laughs> thinking about from so Apple's perspective, being a tech company how did you get your stuff stolen being the tech conglomerate that well, Apple so, is? So this this guy worked as a software engineer for Apple uh, between 2016 and 2018 and had pretty broad access is what they said to the, like, the company databases. So unbeknownst to Apple for more than four months prior to his resignation, this guy was uh, accepting a full-time offer as a staff engineer with another company that was headquartered 
in China and was working to develop self-driving cars. So this dude, for four months, was on the Apple payroll and had access to all of their information while he's actually working for another company in China. Oh, this, is, man, this man's double-dipping. That's I just would call it. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's working smarter, not harder. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I have a question, guys. Uh, is this the 2023 version of the space race? Who can provide us with self-driving cars I, that are efficient first? Yeah, also, like, what's the rush with self-driving cars? Like, I kind of prefer just to, like, drive myself places. I, I went in a self-driving car the, not too long ago, and I didn't hate it. You, you were saying that, it, yeah, except for our producer, Chris, got locked in it and couldn't get out. He got out eventually. Yeah, eventually, but, like, that seems like a fairly significant problem when you're like, ha, <laughs> He just got, you know, detoured a little bit, circled around his complex, or just making sure he was No, safe. what he had to do is swear allegiance <laughs> to the robots. Now Chris is one of them. I don't trust him. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears. A Dave and Mahoney. Julie is joining us for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you, Julie? I'm doing great. So here's how this game works. We've got a total of five songs. you got to get four out of the five. You do have some lifelines if you need them. Uh, but these are all big popular songs you've heard many times before. you got 30 seconds on the clock. Let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. You get the artist and the song, you get a full point. Here we go with number one. Good luck. That's 30 seconds right there. Not terrible, right? It's got 5,600 views online from an artist called Rock Heroes. Okay. Uh, Julie, do you know it on your own, or do you need some help there? I need some help. Okay. Audrey is nodding her head like she... Sure. I mean, if... I don't know. Who? Mahoney? Your call, Julie. Do you want to tag in Mahoney or, or Audrey on this one? Um, Mahoney, because Audrey sounds like she doesn't know. Oh, she knows <laughs> the song, but I will oh, answer it, oh, because when she says who... I mm-hmm. think we all mean whom, for whom the bell tolls. That is Metallica. That is Metallica. Yep. Yep. For whom the bell tolls. I actually took a uh, history of rock and roll class, LOL, at the University of Kentucky, and uh-huh. that was one of the songs. We had a whole, like, two weeks on Metallica. Really? Yes. That's kind of cool. And I paid for it. <laughs> actually, <laughs> my dad did. <laughs> What you get grade you yeah. in that class? I got 100, man. You did? And I loved all of my music classes, but that one was really fun. Okay, so this next one, um, I, I'm going to wish you good luck again. It is very popular. It's got 95,000 views it's on YouTube. very popular. Yeah, let's have a listen. Tell me I'm the only one want to cover our tonight. Yeah. Keep on whispering in my ear. Tell me all the things that I wanted to hear, because that's true. stop it right there again a unique rendition of it i think you go oh i know that song but can you put it all together do you know it julie or you need some help on that one as well yeah you Romantics, do know what i like about you boom full nice. point. excellent was Nin- that uh what was the name of the that uh <laughs> los colorados band is the name of that one. Oh, i thought that was a polka band it did it, it sounded, sounded like very a polka. i thought that might be uh, gus polinski uh the polka king of the midwest uh, this next one is from Tehan <laughs> Lee. It's only got 101 views, so a little bit less popular. But, you know, again, big song here. What do you do when you get lonely? Nobody aching by your side. You've been wanting and hiding much too long. And knowing just a foolish prize. Cut me on my knees, That's 30 seconds right there. That had to be a backing track, right? There's I no mean, way that I was going to ask the was same he playing thing. Chris, no, because he, he, there's no way he's got that good of a band and then he's that bad of a singer. No, he played all the instruments right. himself. He did? Just one. Into, so he's known as a guitar player, but uh-huh. I think he wanted to sing along with it. Yeah. Oh, she said, stop talking. I've got the answer. <laughs> Go for it, Julie. <laughs> Layla? 
Yep. Eric Clapton. Boom. Full point. Excellent. I'm shocked that that was not a backing track. Yeah, me too. I am really, I was, because I was wondering the same thing, Dave. Okay, this next one is our least popular one of the day. It's from an excellent artist, I'm sure, uh, named River Rat 99 And you can win it all right now. 76 yeah. views. You still have a lifeline. You can win it right here. Good luck. Yeah, dollar gonna make it happen. Take the world in a loving embrace. Fire all of the guns and bombs and explode into space. Like a true nature child, we were born. Born to be wild, we can fly so high, never want to die. Born to be wild. This Missed be, the beat a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, a little off. It's all right. Uh, Julie, you can dunk it right here. I feel like this might be pretty easy for you. What do you got? Yep. Born to be wild, step in one. Absolutely nailed it today, Julie. Thank you for playing, and congratulations. Sure. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. On Dave and Mahoney. Man, don't you hate it when your slang messes up your whole robbery? Because that's what happened with this fella. He's uh, in Chicago, and he decided that he was going to rob a subway, which is a really interesting place to rob, because how much cash could you possibly get out of subway? I mean, like, most people are pay- paying with cards. Right, who's walking into the subway days. and paying with money anyways? Like, what do you need, like 80 bucks? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, $5 footlongs, man. Still, That's a lot of $5 footlongs. You got to sell, what is it? Oh, boy, live math. Here we go. Six. Uh-huh. Wait, mm-hmm. wait, how about we get to 80 Okay. Five. Times five? Five, yeah. Five. So that'd be one. Sixteen. You have to sell sixteen whole subs? Is that what that is? I don't know. I'm not doing math. I'm not <laughs> okay, you're, you're judging me. I, man, I haven't done math in my head in a hot minute. Hold on, Chris. Did you actually do it? No, you didn't. <laughs> you can't figure it out. Eight divided by five, five is five. sixteen people. Jeez, Louise. Okay. What, what do you All mean right. people? You also struggled. I did it without a calculator. <laughs> I was laughing at you in my head. I'm like, I can't figure it out either. I wasn't even trying. <laughs> That's one of the squares. So this guy walks into the subway and... Uh, he, he's like, he's like, hey, give me all the bread, meaning give me all the money. Mm-hmm. But the cashier misunderstood him, closed the cash register, and said, "What kind of bread would you like?" In motion to all of the actual that literal bread. That is a bread. hilarious joke. I tell me, it was a joke. <laughs> it was not a joke. He was like, "Give me all the bread," and they were like, "Okay, what kind of bread would you like?" And then he's like, "No, give me all the money," and they're like. Had already closed the register, so they just ran in the back of the store. Who calls this guy ran bread? Out. Who calls money bread anymore? What a is this, like 2003? A, a guy who's rob- robbing a subway yeah. calls it bread. That, Give me all that, that cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Cool. He, he was uh, arrested 35 minutes later, so uh-huh. it didn't take long to track him down. Uh, so this fella in Florida really loved his dog. And, Audrey, I mean, you're the proud owner of a new dog. Uh, Chris, new. you have a couple of dogs. I have a surprise puppy now. Uh, there's a lot of dogs amongst the I'll Dave Mahoney ones. Show. And we all obviously Does that are- make me double income, no kids, no dog? Is that a new uh, is that a new asterisk I should add it to? Is. Yeah, because dogs are expensive Mahoney, these days. You- and dog food has gone up in price, too. It has it really? Yeah. yeah. You know, my mom's cooking her dog's. What? Like, wait, wait, what? She, she, I, I ran into her at Costco Whoa. the other day. We don't you do that in America. There. What are you talking you about? Can't pause there. <laughs> yeah, no. She, she buys like 15 pounds of chicken and then just like cooks it in a crock pot and feeds them like, like what we would think like human can, food. Can I become your mom's pet? Because like crock pot chicken on her the dogs draw are, seems awesome. Her dogs are 100% eating better than I am right that now. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Well, this guy in Florida really loved his dog. Uh, but we've seen this happen before where like an alligator will get the dog. Oh, I hate that. We saw that one. Old guy uh, beat the hell out of it with a cigar in his had mouth. a cigar in the mouth. His hat still Dude, on. you see an old guy with a cigar walking a tiny little dog? You know there's nobody who is more badass That's an on alpha. the planet. That's yeah. an alpha. That yes, guy, absolutely. you got a little white dog. You're 100 years old. You're smoking a cigar. I I think he had like a Vietnam vet hat on yeah, too, and he's got sick. a cigar in his mouth. And this alligator grabbed his dog, and he just walked into the swamp and just starts punching the alligators. <laughs> a <laughs> dinosaur <laughs> started punching yes. a dinosaur. And the gator's like, "What in the hell is going on here? Fine, just keep the dog." Like, well, this happened again oh, no. in Florida, but this guy. It was a 12-foot alligator that Big went gator. after his dog. Big gator. Yeah. So uh, this- how old you got to be to be 12 foot? If you're an alligator, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, how, do they how grow much like grow? trees do? I don't know. Is it like Rings. over time, yeah. yeah. Cut off the tail and see how old it is. <laughs> yeah. So he he went after the uh, the alligator and and managed to free the dog with a 12 foot gator, which a 12 foot gator is that's like, hey. that's big enough to eat 
a you, person. Yeah. yeah but so you know what? You go after something you love, man, like that adrenaline kicks in. That gator, that gator, you know, that, that gator ain't fighting for something. That guy was fighting for his little his little buddy. Do we know how old this gentleman was? Have, did you say? I uh, didn't say in the story how old he was. So no. he was probably older, though? No, I saw a picture of him, so he looked like mid-40s. Okay, so mid-40s. Mid, yeah. This alligator had to have been roughly around 50 years old, so this was a, a pretty like good age-appropriate cri- uh, age crime. Yes. <laughs> good matchmaking. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Audrey, have you ever met anyone that is as good at being relaxed as Mahoney? Um, actually, I was, no. I mean, I've no. seen people, maybe like a TV character who, you know, kind of embodies a lot of the, like a, the relaxed and chilled vibe. Like a, a fictional character like Garfield the cat or something. That's sure. exactly who I thought. Yeah, Mahoney actually uh, reminds me a lot of Garfield in many ways. But uh, normally Mahoney, you know, his whole phrase is work harder, not smarter. Um, uh, no, Dave. Is that what it is? No, it's work smarter, oh, not that's harder. What it is. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> a wise man once told me when I was young, and I've uh, you know lived my life by that credo ever since. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But you got lazy busted this weekend. What happened? Oh man. Well, your wife was in town, so does this mean that you got in trouble? No, the, it, it all started with him going out on Saturday for Mother's Day with uh, with your folks. So I don't get to see my mom as often as I like. And we took her out to dinner. Dinner was eh. And so it wasn't a it wasn't a great meal, not because of the company or anything like that. It was just bad service. Yeah. Happens. But I only have a certain amount of clothes at my house there. Oh, and no. so my wife wears this like kind of You've seen Top Gun, right? The like, she's got these new jumpsuits that kind of look like a fighter pilot from I Target. Love, I okay, so I I've love the those. jumpsuit. I cannot believe that you just called it a fighter pilot jumpsuit because now I will never unsee that. You and have, I love jumpsuits. It looks cool but I know as it, hell. It, it, they are. If sweet, there was yeah. like, a, if there was like a Thunderbird patch, a couple of patches oh, on which there. I, I'm buying patches for mine, like the the uh, the. Gas station gas ones? Gas station style ones, yeah. but yeah. they're, they're going to get some aviators, too. I'll start calling you Goose. I already have aviators. You do? Awesome. Yeah, you yeah, got this man. whole look down. So, but I love those, yes. So, very But stylish. they're very popular at yes. Target right now, and my wife has, like, four of them. But she has this one that is, like, Army or Air Force green. Mm-hmm. And so that's what she wore. And then the next day, you know, we just we sleep in. We're like, ah, oh. she's like, do you want to go to Costco? And I'm like, nah, I guess, you know, just trying to be supportive of, of her and, you know, run some errands. You guys do love your Costco there. runs, yep. And so we go to Costco, and we just put on the same clothes as the night before. I'm like, nobody saw us. Like, nobody at the restaurant saw us besides my parents. Yeah, there's no chance that you're going to run into anyone. So my wife puts on literally the same jumpsuit because it was like, it, we, we wore it for an hour and a half while sure. we were out at dinner. Yeah. And, we're like, and it was clean still. And I put on the exact same outfit, and next thing you know... We go to Costco. My mom and dad are there. No. I've never seen them at this Costco ever because it's kind of further away from their house. It's pretty far away, yeah. Yeah. And uh, they're like, the first thing that my mom says to me, she's like, you guys are wearing the same clothes. Did you not go to bed last night? Which, which you think you guys were being rambunctious teens, my honey? Which also leads me to believe is that I, that's a very nice way of saying I look like ass. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, I'm just reaching out to y'all. How could y'all bring up the Apollo 13 movie and forget all about Gary Sensei as one of the better actors in that entire movie? Y'all need to get on top of y'all's game and do better. Come on now. Message deleted. You're talking about Gary Sinise? Gary Sinise. You don't even know his name, brother. You call him Gary Sensei? Although, if his name was Gary Sensei, that would be much cooler. You better have a dojo in a strip mall. If your name is Gary Sensei, man, you guys want to you, you guys want to know something? What's that? So in the in the cul-de-sac that I just moved into, the one of my neighbors, I haven't met them yet. My wife met them and said they're very nice. Do you know what they do for a living? Do they operate a string of karate 
Yes. Jojo. Wait, really? Taekwondo. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm like, awesome. That is the coolest well, you thing did ever. Martial like, arts. You know, you did, was it Taekwondo? I did Taekwondo. I did uh, Kung Fu. I did Muay Thai. You all have to put your second daughter in Taekwondo immediately. Olivia karate chopping people. I don't know if that's the best idea. She yeah, would, that's, like lo- that's like loading that's a gun, absolutely. man. That's like loading a gun. You teach, you teach your middle daughter <laughs> no, Taekwondo and, and Muay Thai. Then you've got an instant Dana White. She's going to UFC. She would <laughs> Legit, put her hair in corn, cornrows and beat everyone. Just but. beat everyone For senseless. <laughs> and then your oldest daughter, nurturing, would just be in her corner, like putting on the band aids and like ice in her. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> corner <laughs> man, corner woman. Yeah, yeah, getting a little ice pack on her. Yeah, you're exactly I love it. right. I'm, that's uh, I am proud to live in a cul-de-sac with a bunch of Taekwondo bros, and I'm gonna pitch them. Well, Dave, you Are, know we own. Taekwon, or we own taekwonbro.com. I know. That's what I mean. I'm going to try to sell our URL that we've been sitting on for many years to my new next door neighbors. Taekwonbro.com is We do awesome. own that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. I don't know what the context was or what the hell was going on that day, but I remember Mahoney talking about dry sockets. And ever since then, I've never wanted anyone to touch or pull any of my teeth out. Message deleted. Mahoney's had some dentistry issues as of late. and uh, I had a tooth that had a root canal fall out. Yeah, then, and you had a, a dry socket? Well, no, I didn't get it. So when you have a tooth fall out, and this is the first tooth that I've ever had fall out as an adult. Mm-hmm. And actually, it was the crown fell off, and then they had to pull the thing. Ah, yeah. But when you have a missing tooth in, like, the back, it's like one of my back ones, I enjoy a cigar. I like smoking cigars. And my dentist, who's a friend of mine, was like, dude, don't smoke cigars. You can't you have, like, smoke a, a cigar. Yeah. And that's, uh, that that was tough on you. And so what Mahoney did is he just smoked a cigar on the other side of that's his right. mouth. That's right. <laughs> that's not how dry sockets work, dude. That's not? Uh, no, no, you can't. It's the it's the movement and inhalation. It's like the suction in. Mahoney puts a little partition in his mouth. That's right. <laughs> what is the one meal that you always seem to skip? We know it's not breakfast today. And um, I'm a I'm a no lunch guy. I get a good breakfast in me, and I'm good until dinner. Message deleted. See, My I, brother, you are talking to a very fat and happy radio show. We don't skip meals. Oh, I skip no, meals. No, I mean I eat. You I, do? I Why? do. I skip dinner and breakfast a lot. Like, but or I'll have my dinner at like two p.m. Yep, that's me too, Mahoney. But I'll eat a big. It's it's the worst way to eat. It it's is like, the worst I'll way eat to eat. One big giant meal right in the it's middle binging. of the day. We binge. Yep, and that's the problem. So because I don't eat breakfast, and then we get we get Mahoney. How do we you guys intermittent not- fast? Oh, is that sir? what it is? Yes, we well, intermittent sure. fast, and then whenever we eat, it's just like all all best. Dude, we eat like uh, Cookie Monster eats cookies. Just, <laughs> blah, 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 just food Straight flying sh- shrapnel. Why do you guys not eat breakfast? You have time in the morning to no, eat no breakfast. No, no time. Yes, you do. I, do what I do, the most efficient thing, drive in eggs. We should just start the show later and it'd be easier. We need to- uh, You want to postpone the your, your one job that you do for four hours a day? At least like 30 minutes. No. No, no, absolutely you know, I actually, not. You know what I want to do, Audrey? I, I pitched to Dave last week. I wanted to bring in an omelet station- During the show, dude, I'm out. (laughs) I was with you up until the fact that we would just have. First of all, first of all, there has to be a person making the omelets. Oh, okay, yeah, no, they're reasonably priced. (laughs) It's not nearly as expensive as you would imagine. You you priced out an omelet station? Yeah. Because when Mahoney first told me this, I was very confused. He's like, you know what we should do for the sales team and ourselves is get an omelet station, and I thought he meant. Like launch an HD2 radio station that was like breakfast radio or something. I was like, what do you mean an omelet station? No, and I mean he's like, like hire no, like, somebody hire come it. in. That is a fantastic question. I would love to know, have any has anybody ever gone above and beyond just to totally kiss their boss's butts? Like more Mahoney than Mahoney. is like, yeah, more than Mahoney. Yeah, he's oh, like, let's bring in an omelet station. Like, what have you done in your work environment? Because Mahoney, so you're saying, like, I would love an omelet station for the staff. Dude, that's for you with motive. Tell us about the biggest (laughs) ass kisser at your work. (laughs) Because Mahoney with an omelet station, that's some... That's pretty peak. I'm a team player, guys. How much was it? Uh, It was $18 a person. Okay, so that actually adds up pretty quickly. But, I mean, but with... (laughs) We have a lot of people in this building. with staff and everything else and, like, clean up, set up, take down, that's not insane. You notice that he said, I pitched this idea to Dave last week. Because he wants you to put it on his card. That's like $1,800. Yeah, he wants me to pay for it. Dave. Dave and Mahoney. I'm not a big, like, lunch guy. Like, I don't, like, normally enjoy going to lunches with people. Which is so weird. I love Why? a lunch meeting. I love a lunch meeting. Yep. See, but that's, so, that's or because. Or breakfast meeting or dinner meeting. It feels like there's a lot of wasted time. 
a brunch meeting? What are you guys talking about now? Food-centered meetings better than Zoom. Especially when somebody else is paying for it. 100%. Dude, that is the they, they were paying for it. But honey, you are correct. How did you guys find the lunch yesterday? Pretty good? It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, why? Well, I mean, like, I kind of... No, I mean, are you no, talking about the food, the actual food quality? Yeah, like, the food was fine. Yeah, no, that's what I'm yeah, saying. The food quality yeah. it was fine. Yeah. Well, there's nothing. It was just... Uh, you, I was uh, housing my French normal, fries, Normal uh, street tacos, whatever, you know? So the thing that got me is there was one moment where they were talking about, you know, us making the move from Vegas to Phoenix and doing all of the stuff that we had to do with, like, you know, buying and selling houses and yeah. just kind of all the logistical stuff. And I discovered my love language because Bob, the sales manager said, boy, you guys sure are efficient. And I went, oh, yes. You guys really get <laughs> yeah. together fast is yeah. also what they were commenting uh-huh. as well. Yeah. That's so funny, he Dave. Said, he said efficient. That's one. Because your love language oh, is Bob. words of affirmation. Words so of hearing affirmation that you're and, doing and call well. call me efficient. <laughs> you have been affirmed. But then something terrible happened at the end of the lunch. Oh, I don't gosh. know if you guys noticed, but, um, you know, after we were wrapping things up and we got it from the table, um, I had a, a burger and my stomach was kind of like, Mm-mm. Oh, no, it didn't do well. And so I was going to do that thing where I go, all right, see you guys later. So we're walking out of the restroom and then I go, you know, use the, or out of the restaurant and then I go use the restroom. Uh-huh. One of our coworkers beat me to the punch. Oh, you both can't go on there at the same time. I know. He's like, all right, see you guys later. And then I'm like, oh, no. So I had to sheepishly walk out to my car, and like the conversation's still continuing in the parking lot. Yeah, was, you like, and I were talking in the like, parking lot for like five, six minutes on <laughs> the parking lot afterwards. I, I know. You could've, you could've, I mean, you could have. I mean, yeah, our boss was there, but like you could have, you know, given me the nod. And I could have helped wrap things up. I was gonna give you what, like the, I have to poop. Yeah, nod? man. We, I need, was, we need a secret handshake. Or there's that? not a nod for that. There, you How just you give me a look, that? and I would know, like, telepathically or tele- <laughs> telehassically. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yeah, um. Dave and Mahoney present. Uh. What do I expect from Carly Fast food freakout. Shut up and listen to my order. Fred is joining us today for a round of fast food freakouts. Fred, do you have a favorite fast food restaurant? I kind of like Arby's. Arby's. Dude. They got, they the, got meats. the meats. They man. got the meats. I love a good roast beef sandwich. <laughs> I tell you what, though, Fred. I went to Arby's not that long ago, and it wasn't on them. It was on me. I forgot to ask for the horsey sauce. It ruined the whole sandwich. Because you're addicted to the horsey sauce. I'll, that, yeah. not I'll, the meats. I'll blow your mind. You don't even need horsey sauce at Arby's, Dave. Shut your mouth. Order a cup of cheddar on the side. Order just a, you dunk the whole thing and cheddar. You dunk the whole. This thing. is how like, you know who you're talking it, to. Because the bun doesn't get soggy then, so because you're dipping as you go, as opposed to having the cheddar cheese sauce spread on top of it. So Mahoney is the world's leading fast food expert. He's here to help you out today. Audrey as well, and Audrey does a nah, good job. Man, this game, I, I, I will steer it's you all wrong. Dave, I've yeah. been to no less than seventeen thousand McDonald's here in the continental U.S., not There's, including Alaska and the great state of Hawaii. There's not that many, but okay, uh, Fred, I'm going to give you kind of rundown of what the uh, what the situation is that's developing at each one of these restaurants, and I'll give you a multiple choice of what it could be. You get two out of three, you win. Here's the first one. This is a man who starts recording and trying to act polite after berating the owner's son and husband. Officer, on the way, right now. So you need to leave. I'm going to wait till they come. You can stand outside the door and wait until they come. Get the f*** in my store. You can't make me leave. I'm a yes, customer. Yes, I can. This is private property. Get out. I'm trying to buy something. No, you're not a customer. Get out of here. I am a customer. What do you mean? I'm in line. I'm trying to buy something. Nope. Get out. So that's a uh, protective mama bear because that so, guy went after her son and her husband, and that's why she was so upset. I was going to say, any of that fake innocence, you could hear it in his voice. Yeah. Interesting that you're not hearing, we don't hear any fry beeps. We mm-hmm. do hear a door beep there at the end, and I did hear it was very empty. Yep. It's pretty quiet. It kind of mm-hmm. reminds me of because they were closed, Mahoney. Oh, they were closed. Mm-hmm. Is that why? Okay. So I it's, that part. let me give you let me give you the options here. Is that a a Burger King, b a Subway, c a Starbucks? Not a Starbucks. Way not even close to a Starbucks. I feel like that that'd be even if it was closed, Starbucks would have more stuff going on there. I feel like that beep, that door beep, feels like a, a because the franchisees are so uh, there's so many different franchisees of Subway. I feel like that's a, a a subway franchisee move to put that little beep on that door. Interesting. Okay, Fred, do you yeah, agree? You don't hear that at Burger King. That's yeah, true. I agree. Yeah, uh, both of you. 
Well done. That is exactly right. Mahoney, you are so good at this game. It's crazy. Th- this there, There's nothing that Mahoney cares more about in life He's so delighted. this game. You should see how happy he is. I right take now. nothing as serious as this. <laughs> I mean, cheek to cheek grin, twitch.tv slash David Mahoney if you want to look at it in person. I mean, like, it's crazy. I've never seen this man smile so much at himself over right. a beep of a subway He's door. He's so proud of himself. <laughs> All right. Fred, you're on the board with one. Here we go on to number two. This is a drive through worker that actually starts recording, which we don't see that often. Normally, it's the other way around with the Always customer the starts around, recording. Yeah. This is the drive through worker that starts recording a woman who is ranting about her order being made wrong. They put a whole bunch of ice cream, and then they put soda in there. You get maybe three sucks out of it, and you're stuck with ice cream, and they give you a spoon for that. But I'm not two and a half. I, I don't want the ice cream. I want to be able to suck it all the way through, okay? I want to a root beer float, which means root beer comes first before the float. So light ice cream, but I still want it in there. Okay. Is that? I feel like whenever you're listening to this, don't let it sway you because it's just a root beer float. Because mm-hmm. the first place you think of is what, A&W? No. A&W's not on the... S- Sonic was the one that came to really? my mind. Neither of those on the list. It's either A, Fred, your favorite, Arby's. No. B, McDonald's. C, Whataburger. Okay, McDonald's doesn't have root beer floats. They don't have root beer and or scoopable so ice cream. So get that cream. out of here. Get they, that out of here. They don't have even root beer at McDonald's? No, I, I don't think uh, so. Maybe certain locations, nope. but like maybe a Barks, but definitely they're, not. Well, we should know that they're one. a Coke, they're yeah. a Coke uh, company. Yeah. Um, I'm leaning towards Whataburger, maybe. Did you catch that the French said that you should know? I should if know. If certain locations have them since you've been to 17,000 in the United States. <laughs> he got you. It's hard, it's, hard to keep tra- it's hard to keep track of all of them. Okay. On a, so, what we're, so we can just eliminate McDonald's, right? Arby's, McDonald's, Whataburger. Arby's does occasionally have desserts, but I don't know if I've ever seen them do root beer floats. They have those like Java, like Java Chino things. Yeah, I've never seen an ice cream at Arby's. So Whataburger. I'm I'm leaning towards Whataburger personally, but I, I yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not a hundred percent on this one, Fred. I'm gonna go with Whataburger just because the menu choices. Yeah, you know what? It makes sense, but unfortunately, <laughs> Arby's. It was Arby's. Yeah, it was, it was like your favorite. Limited time promotion. Yeah, they do have those sometimes. But All also, right. what oh, is this lady man. talking about? You have to put the uh, soda in first, and then the ice cream. Doesn't matter. It does matter. Also, if you. Hold you put on, the ice cream in first, otherwise it's going to splash everywhere. Yeah, yeah. you're going to splash yeah. and make a mess. You can put, put a little bit on the bottom, y'all. <laughs> it makes no difference. Of course you're going to take To you, because you're a root beer float noob. All right, here we go. Final one. Okay. you got to get this one right in order to win today. Okay, Fred? This is a woman yeah, screaming man. violently over being cussed at by a worker. You don't cuss at me! Yeah, you go ahead. Cussing at me! Energy Scary. here is that a a Dang. Chipotle, no. B a Pizza Hut, Maybe. or C a Five Guys. Dude, that's definitely not a Five Guys. <laughs> definitely not a Chipotle. That is a Pizza Hut. Pizza a Pizza Hut. Hut. I think that's a Pizza Hut. I really do. I, He's I'm really trying to lay it on thick for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm clueless. I gotta go with you. Do it, Mahoney. You're right <laughs> again. Is this game for the listener, truly, or is this for Mahoney? No, this has nothing to do with Fred whatsoever. <laughs> this is all about Mahoney and his, his moment delights. in the sun, and he is basking and in it right much now. Michael, much like my love life as well. It's all about me. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Did you guys know that there is a pretty significant battle brewing over the phrase Taco Tuesday? Why would they, why is somebody battling? Everybody knows what Taco Tuesday is. How is there a battle, Dave? So Taco Bell is actually the ones that have come out and have asked U.S. regulators to force this company to abandon its longstanding trademark because Taco Tuesday is trademarked by a Wyoming-based company called Taco John's. Okay, I've heard of Taco John's before. You have? Yeah, but it's not nearly as big as Taco Bell or Del Taco. But yeah, man, Taco John's is pretty... 
pretty uh, well known. So they assert that too many businesses and others refer to Taco Tuesday for Taco John's to be able to have exclusive rights. That's fair. To the f- phrase, but hey man, if you're Taco John's, like I will gladly license Taco Tuesday to you, Taco Bell or whoever, right? Uh, maybe. No, I don't man, know. Like, it just feels gotta... like this is a phrase that shouldn't be able to be trademarked. No. But I if, mean, you, if you trademarked not. it, you trademarked it. But it was you in use. First. See, but here's the thing. It was in use before it got trademarked, for was sure. It? Yeah. How do you know? How do you know that Taco John? Because we are in this industry and we love alliterations. Yeah, you can't true. tell Taco me Tuesday that no one good. has ever used Taco Tuesday before Taco John. So in the uh, the latest development in the long-running beef over Taco Tuesday, they even included that, oh, NBA, that ain't beef. Uh, NBA star LeBron James uh, made an unsuccessful attempt to claim the trademark back in 2019 himself. What? So Le- LeBron, yeah, 2019. LeBron James was out here trying to steal Taco Tuesday for himself. Okay, LeBron. Wow. I, just, I had no idea there was this much drama around Taco Tuesday. But if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Taco Bell. I mean, so yeah, Taco Bell believes Taco Tuesday is critical to everyone's Tuesday and to deprive anyone of saying Taco Tuesday. 1989. That's not nearly That's not, long enough, no. man. 1989? Yeah, my parents were saying that stuff back in the 70s. So. I would love to see the court filings, Taco Bell versus Taco John. <laughs> Doesn't Taco John sound like a dude who's trying to find some hookers? Yes. <laughs> Taco John is the pimp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to spend the night with me? You got to talk to Taco John. Uh, but I mean, look, the, the battle continues to to uh, to rage on, and Taco John says that he owns the trademark. Taco Bell is very uh, upset about it. But I'm actually here for just. Um, I'm actually here for keeping. Taco Tuesday just with Taco Make John. it neutral. Because the people that their whole personality revolves around how much they love tacos, I find it be very annoying. I agree. But you know what? I also like deals on tacos on Tuesdays. Oh, well, mm, y- yeah. Yes. And I also like going to places that have Taco Tuesdays. And if Taco John's is doing that and they are the worst owners of that catchphrase. Yeah, you're gatekeeping. You're gatekeeping. You're, you're keeping tacos from us. What they've never, have they ever sued anyone one single time? I have gone to one approximately 17,000 restaurants in the United States filled with just Taco Tuesday stuff and I how are you able to use it if you if you have a licensing agreement I think Taco John should start suing people That's how are they not that's a poor that person doesn't deserve the rights to Taco Tuesday if you're not like you're suing Taco Tuesday's for the people <laughs> Team Taco John nope I say that Taco John deserves the rights and all the hookers he wants This is the Dave and Mahoney show Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message You guys still play good music, and I find most of your stuff pretty funny. What I kind of miss where they didn't talk about owning houses in two states and still having enough money to spend $1,000 on betting, etc. Stay funny, play good music, and I'm still going to listen. Message well, first deleted. off, I uh, appreciate you uh, sticking with us, but uh, you're talking about me, and first off, I do not own houses in two cities. I own zero houses. My wife owns the other house. Yeah, Mahoney, wife Mahoney has, actually sold his house to his wife at kind of the worst time to do it because the worst time. it's appreciated a lot. Uh, and then he's renting here. Yeah, so I ha- I own nothing. I uh, own no homes as well. Uh, and Dave <laughs> doesn't own two homes either. He uh, had to do the old Indiana Jones trick. Sold a house on the same day that I bought the house here. And had one of those things gone wrong, the whole thing would have been screwed. Yeah. Uh, but, um, and also, I, I will never have a lot of money. You'll never hear me talking about having a lot of money because no matter how much money I make, I have four kids. Yeah. And that is a gigantic money suck. So, and I mean, honestly, though, for me, I don't care. I came from very humble beginnings. Uh, You know, my parents didn't have a lot of money. We had six kids in my family growing up. Um, So money for me, while it's nice, it's it's never the sort of thing where I'm ever going to feel wealthy unless I happen to hit the lottery, which I do continue to play. And we also just talked about this morning. That's not wealthy behavior. Like we do, like we do, we do the like least wealthy behavior things. We're like, I love slot machines. Yeah. I, I am a donkey. Buying uh, tobacco products. Uh, I will say it did seem kind of extra. I'm a fast food junkie. Like I, I, it did seem kind of extra when you were talking about the thousand dollar sheets. But, but that's a different world, man. But, when it comes to comfort and sleep, no, like, I will go into debt, and I have. Though, hey, that was on a credit card. <laughs> like that wasn't like oh, I'm, I'm burning money. No, that was money on a credit card. So uh, Mahoney, uh, if you know, you probably don't know him that well yet. He doesn't spend money on a lot of stuff. But he will absolutely pay top dollar for comfort. Yeah, I have a 13-year-old, or a, excuse me, an 11-year-old uh, Toyota 
Avalon with 150,000 miles on it. Yeah. But again, thank you for listening, man. We appreciate you. And shout out to the, my Toyota Avalon for getting me to 150,000 miles and having no problems. Still running. Please leave a message after the tone. I just wanted to call and say I woke up this morning with a craving for breakfast food, but all I had was a can of tuna. So I decided to mix it with some maple syrup and put it on oh toast. And you know what? It actually tasted pretty good. It's, Maybe you guys should try it. No. Message no, deleted. That sounds like it could be pretty good. Maple syrup and canned tuna. Yeah. No, Dave. Yeah. I'm, I feel you. Yeah. I'm going to call whatever the Geneva Convention and get you arrested for war crimes because that, <laughs> sir, is atrocious. Audrey? It can't be too much different than salmon with teriyaki sauce or hoisin sauce. Which is pretty good. Sweet. Not even close. Sweet. Sweet no. and salty, yeah. Salmon is like, dude, shredded, canned tuna and like, let's just say log cabin maple syrup. Dude, I used to, as when I was a kid, again, That's back to the point me- of not having a lot of money, I used to just open a can of tuna and just eat it. Can my, of tuna by itself, my, fine. With my fingers. Sure. So what's wrong with putting on toast? Those That's little Vienna sausages, too? Yeah. I used to drink that juice. <laughs> <laughs> it's so foul. All right, Chris, break the tie for us. Uh, see, I don't like canned tuna at all. I, I despise them. the taste, the smell, the look, everything Dude, about but it. So. If you were going to throw a can... Out of any sort of canned food, throwing a can of tuna is the best can to throw. You throw it like, you, like you're like you skipping a rock. Oh, yeah. I feel like as a weapon, that is the mm. best pound-for-pound can on the market. I love you that throw your brain like, went there. We so were talking arm. about You throw it sidearm like, like you were skipping Skip a stone. A stone, not throw it like a ninja star? No, sidearm. Okay. Side okay. yeah, no. Because throwing it like this, you're going to lose. If you're throwing it overhand like you would mm-hmm. throw an axe, yeah. you're going to lose velocity. But yeah. sidearm? Sidearm. And they're you, not expecting it from you, that angle. If you could pull that Randy Johnson, just whop. Yeah. <laughs> Get that thing to slide a little. There you go. Please leave a message after the tone. What is one song you played on repeat after a big breakup? When you were a teen. Message deleted. I mean, for me, I've told this story many times. I bought my high school girlfriend, who I thought I was going to marry at the time. I was not rich, but I had, I'm an only child, I'm an only grandchild, and I had a lot of money left over for college that I was supposed to pay for my college. And I used that money that was supposed to pay for my college to buy my high school girlfriend diamond earrings. I gave her diamond earrings, and she broke up with me the same night. My family was out of town. All my friends were on senior trip down in Florida. I decided to stay behind in Missouri to spend time with her. You paid five thousand dollars for this pair of diamond earrings, and she dumped you. It that was the most night. money. It was it was money. She was rich. Her family were lawyers. He owned. Her but, dad owned. But I brother, think. how are you that far off? You're giving her the biggest gift you've ever given anyone. It was more. Than, it was worth more than my. It was twice as much as my car. I paid twenty five hundred dollars for my car. Meanwhile, she's plotting how to give you the news that it's over. And she accepted the gift? So she did, never gave him back, wore him to her wedding many years later. Uh, but I went home that night, and I went into my parents' basement, and I had an old, uh, you know, Windows 95 uh, PC that had, you know, like uh, some some music files on there before we had Napster yeah, or any yeah. of that stuff. And I put on Three Dog Nights, one is the loneliest number, and I cried myself to sleep that entire night, like listening to that song on repeat. Did you get your $1,000 sheets all soggy? I did, Dave. I- <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. So I understand that people are big fans of the art or the performances of people that have passed, and you sure. want to pay your respects in some ways. But can we admit that that maybe sometimes these things go a little bit too far? What do you mean? So in Brazil, obviously, Pele was an icon. and One of the greatest soccer players to ever play. No I mean, revolutionized the game in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, and I mean, that was the biggest sport in Brazil. Sure, still uh, is. For many years and still is, right? And people take soccer very seriously. So Pele, an icon. But they've done something now where people can, like, go visit his, not just, like, gravesite. They have, like, a tourist attraction tomb. Okay. Which you walk in and there's two golden statues of Pele that you walk through like they're oracles. I mean, that's pretty cool. Story. Is it? Yeah. And then you walk into this room and it has basically kind of like wallpaper. It's 2,000 square feet, so it's pretty big. It's got like wallpaper of like all of these like like shots of the crowd, like fans sure. screaming for Pele. And then in the middle is the giant casket where he is buried and it's like this big golden tomb it just seems it's, really it's excessive. a museum i mean it's excessive but i mean like it, we think it's excessive because we don't really we don't have anybody who's like beloved like that here in the states like we don't we we can't fathom that because no one like that exists i mean i'm here for if i could sell tickets to my few you know my tomb and make my family money even after i'm dead 
You would, you, I'm, would, I'm here would for want, it. you would want something like I want this. A, I want a concession stand. You want a Mahoney Museum with a concession yeah, stand? I, what else? I want, an anima, I, want a, I want a bad animatronic of me talking. Yeah, okay. Hello. Welcome to the Mahoney Museum. What would be, what, I'm dead, but I'm not. <laughs> what would be at your concessions? Hot dogs, uh, for You sure. definitely have hot dogs, popcorn. Uh, we would definitely have Sour Patch Kids. What? But th- so you would have, those would be the three things at the yep. Mahoney Dead Man Museum. Yep. It would be hot dogs, popcorn, and Sour Patch yep. Kids. Yep, that is a, man, a that, is, that, that is a, and, and also nachos. And nachos. Oh, yeah. Round like nachos, not the crappy triangle nachos. Would you get, like, the nacho hats? You know, like the kind that you can put the nachos in? And, and then you can wear it later. You wear it later, or like the beer hats, uh, you know? Actually, it would just be a tombstone that had nachos in it. <laughs> see, I, I can see, like, people, like, putting on the, the beer hat with, like, the two cans uh-huh. on the side of the construction hat and, like, sipping it as they walk around and pay their respects to Mahoney. I, I feel like that beers would... that have been featured on beer for breakfast. Absolutely, yeah. Dave. I mean, that's how I want to be. Uh, that's how I want to be remembered. And if I can make money for my wife and my, you know, uh, future family members. Oh yeah, so because be they're certainly going to outlive you. Yeah, right? I'm yeah. going to be dead yeah. soon. Yes, I soon. I had chest pain last night. I'm like, man, if I die, man, you're doing this to yourself. That's because you're eating like garbage. I mean. I, because I had two bags of popcorn, I smoked two cigars. <laughs> that was my dinner. And you had chest pain? And- <laughs> yes, that's your body being like, what the hell, bro? Man, things happen. No, they don't. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, you and I have been UFC fans for a long, long time. And, you know, the landscape going back to the early aught years, like the UFC came around and really did change the game. Revolutionized mixed martial arts. No question. I mean, the it was underground for many years. And the fact that it's owned by is it, uh, William Morris or... Uh, William Morris Endeavor, Endeavor yeah, which yeah, is one yeah. of the biggest agencies in the world. They also just bought the WWE. I and mean, they're one of the biggest content powerhouses on the planet. What now. else are we but, paying like pay per view for? It's but, wrestling and, and MMA and then and the, boxing, obviously the some boxing bo- as well, the occasional yeah. boxing fight. Yeah. But you and I were huge fans. I mean, we we still do a fair amount of work in the MMA space. Yep, still and are it. just big fans and have been for several decades now. But there has been a lot of controversy going on with the heavyweight champ Francis Ngannou uh, because he was saying that he didn't feel like he was getting a deal that was worth it. Let me give you the the, the deal points. The UFC reportedly offered him $8 million to fight John Jones. Not enough. And he also would get pay-per-view points, meaning that he'd make about a total of $10 million. Still not enough. And I agree. I mean, that sounds... Two big names. Two way too big names. When you're talking about, you know, these ridiculous fights where Conor McGregor is getting $125 million to fight Floyd Mayweather or any fight that Floyd takes, he's making a quarter billion dollars. So is he thinking about leaving UFC? He's gone. Yeah, man. I was going to say, everyone's leaving it feels like. He just signed with the PFL. PFL. Yep. Professional Fighters League. So the PFL, yeah, for a long time, there was no real alternative to the UFC. Bellator came around. They started making a little bit of headway. Strike, strike force, force. But it's, yeah. they've all had, They didn't have the deep pockets yeah. that you have you to have You get a couple marquee fighters, but you, it's harder to make some of the bigger fights. PFL is backed by big money guys, yep. and uh, the the full deal hasn't been disclosed, but Francis Ngannou is saying that this deal is better than any deal that he was ever offered with UFC, good including for, that ten million dollars. Good for them, Mahoney. I, I know you're going to co-sign on this. Pay people what they deserve. I like anybody stay. who's willing to take a chance and bet on themselves. Francis Ngannou is one of the most exciting heavyweight fighters, be it in MMA or boxing. Just period, and the fact that he's walking away from the UFC, which is the you know the ultimate in combat sports. Right now, to kind of take a chance and bet on himself, I Do you I know admi- the story of Francis Ngannou. Like he came from uh, in, an environment where it was just poverty stricken yep. in Africa. He had to escape, basically Didn't for his own that. freedom. Oh yeah, wow. he, he traveled across Europe and then finally made it to the states. Like he did not have an easy upbringing. It wasn't one of these things where he was one of these young fighters that was given everything. He had to fight for everything, and he's doing it again, and it, it's working out. He also has the ability to do the big boxing pay per views. I want to see him fight Tyson Fury or Deontay Wilder and make a hundred million dollars. He's going to be on the advisory board for. PFL, like they're doing it right. So he's not going to debut until next year, but Francis Ngannou is getting paid, and I say good for him, man. Yep. Hell of a fighter. Scariest and, looking guy on the planet. I mean, the, just chiseled out of granite and the night, one of the nicest dudes, too. So, Audrey, you know that we do the MMA awards and have for a long time. You were there. You were a little drunk that year. So I don't I'm know drunk every year. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah. I, like, literally, I'm the voice <laughs> of God. What other way should I behave? No, you, you, you were having a good time is what you were doing. <laughs> uh, but I don't know if you noticed it. That year, Francis Ngannou was at the award show, mm-hmm. and he was backstage 
And, you know, there's a bunch of people that were kind of standing around. Mm -hmm. And he was going out of his way to walk up to people and introduce himself. And everyone's like, yeah, I know who you are. Heavyweight champion Francis Ngannou. But he's just the sweetest dude in the world. He's not assuming that people already know who you are, you know, having that kind of humility. And that's what's even scarier. When you're like six foot four, 265 pounds of just pure destruction. And then you're just sweet as can be. Hi, I'm Francis. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. With banks now failing and markets edging on collapse, will we see another surge in the crypto market? Message deleted. So here's the thing. When people talk about banks falling and failing, like just in general, like if the collapse of trading what we determine as a commodity. If banks fail, the world's over. Like, I don't worry about that. Like, if banks fail and money is no longer worth anything, the only thing that's worth money, food, ammo, and water. Yep, I was just going to say, you better hope that you know how to barter. And I am a little bitch, and I'm going to die. Like, if I run out of, like, if I don't have running water, I don't have wet wipes, a bidet, and chapstick, Chapstick, my life is over. I don't want to live in that world. I will go... To the front line to be, I don't want to live, try, to try to make it for months and months and months on end. Yeah, but let's That's not, just not where we're at. If, if you're calling for crypto bro advice, this is the wrong show. We have, like, us, us trying to figure out, like, macroeconomic things. I what, can what barely figure out, how, like, what my credit store score is and how to make it go up. Right, like, how, I don't, like, what what is the stock market? What what are, what are you doing? Okay, Dave, it's, now I will call you out on that. You do know the stock market. No, I do no, not he know a guy who I'm a guy it. that knows it, and I, I say. And you look at the numbers go up and you, down? Yeah, I look. No, don't down. look like, at it. That's what. You, don't look at your four hundred one k. Don't look at it ever. Because then you're just yeah. you're just mad always. I know. Yeah. I had a four hundred one k. I know it. I, for know. 10, I was going to say because every morning you're like, oh, that, that's something, something's up three percent. No, like, what does this mean? No, I just look at it. I'm like, oh, the numbers up. Oh, the numbers down. Oh, no, look at that. Yeah. Okay, general, I don't know what it means. I got gotcha. you. To give you some financial, uh, you know, perspective of our financial literacy on this show, I had a four hundred one k for ten years before I knew I had one. Oh, that's good. Because My the company, company we, worked, we worked for CBS radio and they just automatically enrolled. I didn't look at my paychecks. I just knew what got deposited. And that's the best thing. If you don't know you have the money, you'll you'll never spend it. I 100% good would have you. spent it. Of course you would have. And then and you I'll, realize that it's 20%. No, no, no. You could take loans out against it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't learn about that. Yeah. Hey, Dave, Mahoney, and Audrey, I need your help. My roommate has been stealing my snacks and denying it. I'm thinking of setting up a hidden camera, but that might be a little extreme. Any suggestions on how I should catch them in that? Don't don't set up a hidden camera. Set up like a straight up bear camera. Like make it very noticeable. It's like a ring. Petty. No, I mean, this is like setting up a camera does not seem extreme enough to me. I mean, I I was thinking booby trap. Like like we're talking home alone style. No, much worse than that. I was thinking like this sort of thing where you like spread leaves across the kitchen floor and and they they fall with the the spikes. Yeah, yeah, you kill her. That feels like a slow way to murder your roommate. I have people who in my life literally got in a altercation and they ended up not being friends anymore because of the snack debacle. Mm-hmm. They lived with each other. They started putting post notes, the passive aggressive thing. Then it escalated to dumping each other's shampoo out. <laughs> and then it escalated to like putting hair in shoes. Bizarre, weird, wacko move. And then it escalated oh, yes. to yes. this is my couch. You're not allowed to sit oh, on my couch. I love this so much. And it escalated to yes. removing the TV from the living room because yes. that was their TV. Yes. It was like the oh. Most drama oh, thing ever. So I had moved out. I lived with all three of them, but then I moved out to live on my own because I could like see the writing on the walls that this was going to be nuts. Yeah. Went back in and there was like legit just like a random couch here, a random TV there. They literally divided it. See how dramatic that is? And that all could have been solved with one booby trap. One perfectly timed death and everything is fine. Just put your snacks in your room and lock your door. That's how you get ants. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Are you guys into creepy things? And I don't mean, like, creepy to you, because a lot of people that have creepy things don't realize that they're creepy. Like, do you remember grandma's old, like, porcelain doll collection? You'd walk into a room, and you're just like, this is the stuff of nightmares. Like, what are you talking about? I mean, like, shadows at night. Yeah, man. Like, see, grandma never would sleep in that room. Exactly. So she didn't know that all those damn dolls were haunted. Why'd you always put us in the doll room, though? Right? Like, what kind of trauma is that? Like, do we, in, in the modern day 
era. There is no more doll rooms, right? I hope not. Why would that be the guest bedroom? I think that, Audrey, it's for your generation, it's going to be like the Squishmallow room. I mean, at least it'd be comfortable. That doesn't sound like trauma to me. <laughs> doesn't sound like trauma to you. Maybe like if you had like an aquarium room. Like oh, but that also no, my mom's great. got an aquarium. My mom's got like a, a big ass aquarium in her bedroom, and it's soothing, according to her. Oh, is it? You yeah, kind like, of some of that like, white noise. running water. Running yeah, that's yeah, yep. nice. For us, it might be like the person who's collecting like Furbies. Yeah. <laughs> who's still collecting Furbies Somebody in 2023? Dude, I saw somebody on TikTok collecting Garfields. So I feel like. Maybe there's someone also collecting Furby. I mean, I still have all my ALF dolls from Burger King back in the day. So there is an auction going on right now. Um, And I don't know if you guys remember when the creepy dolls were washing up on the beaches in Texas. Don't remember that. Uh, Probably blocked out. I don't really remember that. That's creepy. But yeah, yeah, for a while there, uh, it was, um, you know, there's a number of these creepy dolls that were washing up on the beaches Uh and people were finding them. But now they're all going to auction. Like, I don't know who would want to buy this, uh, but that's not the only thing. Um, that's going up for auction. They're also saying that there's a, a fiberglass mermaid statue that's available, a uh, prosthetic leg. Is this stuff that just bottle? washed up on the beach that yeah. they're auctioning off? Haitian money, an old Bible, a Chinese beer, uh, steamship coal from the 1800s, a message in a bottle that floated from Jamaica. So the auction actually made headlines last year because John Oliver, if you recall, paid $10,000 for a bunch of the water-damaged dolls that were missing limbs and hair uh-huh. and eyes. I don't know if you saw that episode. I don't not. remember that one. Yeah, but he bought a bunch of the creepy dolls that washed up. Yeah. Uh, so now they're saying that they are going to re-offer some of these items that are available. So if you if you don't have a creepy room yet and you want to traumatize your kids or grandkids, this is the perfect and opportunity. And you want to pay top dollar. That's right. Come on down. What an opportunity. Audrey, when you see a pregnant lady, are you like, oh, look at you go, or are you just sort of like, meh? Oh, no, absolutely. But yeah. I'm not a belly toucher. Some people are belly touchers. Yeah, I mean, don't be a belly toucher ever. Uh, ever. I mean, as, you know, like my wife, obviously, been pregnant four times. And the whole touch of the belly, like when it's a total stranger. Don't if it's do like it. Your, if it's your friend or like you already have a relationship where you would normally hug, fine, sure, whatever. Also, don't touch my belly either. You don't like it when people rub your no, belly? I'm not Buddha. Yeah. Uh, uh, what? No. You're not? No. This whole time. No. I've no. Been he, he shaves. He, sh- he shaves his belly. <laughs> I got a hairy belly. It is bald. Yeah. You think he shaves his belly? Buddha shaves. You his ever belly? seen a you ever seen a Buddha uh, sculpture with him with hair his on his belly? Chest hair. No, you don't think like, he's naturally kind of hairless? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, if he is, that little happy baby trail. Buddha. <laughs> Man, Buddha's got some pubes. That's why he likes everybody to rub his belly. Buddha's got a kink, y'all. Yeah, he does. Uh, so there was a a woman who um, who was driving down the road and she was she was pregnant and, and got pulled over. By uh, by the police officers uh-huh. because they uh, they'd been you know driving improperly whatever sure uh, this is in South Carolina and um, they said there's a man and woman inside of the car uh, but the couple started to act pretty suspicious and they're like what's going on here so the first red flag was they they gave two conflicting reports about her her due date and then they started to realize that the story of her actually being pregnant may be made up. She's lying. Is she she's smuggling something in that belly? Uh, then she took off running. And yeah, it turns out that she was going to be a very proud mother, not of a child, but of a whole bunch of cocaine. Oh! Yeah, so they didn't get their story smuggling straight. smuggling cocaine? Like, why are you putting it in a fake belly? Just putting it in the trunk. <laughs> Come on. Right? Like, just put it in a bag. Like, you're sitting here putting a fake belly on, but then you didn't realize, like, maybe we should get our story straight. Yeah, put it in the tire in your trunk and then, you know, just act cool. You know what's crazy to me is that after all of these years, whenever I hear of like any type of like drug smuggling story from over border to border or whatever, I'm just like, how have we, how, how are we still smuggling in drugs? So like they, not saying that. Yeah, I want my drugs made American here in the drugs. USA. That's what I'm saying. American drugs. How do we not have. They took our drugs. Cocaine crops here in America. Yeah, like honestly, I mean, like, <laughs> non-fentanyl lace cocaine from, yeah. from Missouri. Yeah. For real though. <laughs> the Heartland. No, no, no. Missouri or the Noseland. <laughs> the Noseland. <laughs> Where would that be? Like the, the Northeast somewhere? Uh, like Maine. Maine. Maine cocaine. Uh, yes, Maine there it is. Cocaine, Maine cocaine, baby. Yeah. Coke Maine. Really. Coke, Coke Maine. Maine. <laughs> I really don't think it'd grow well there, to be uh, honest. 1,500 grams of, uh, of cocaine in her fake pregnant belly, and, and they made the uh, the big announcement of the bust on Mother's Day. Okay. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen, all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>